Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Shipe Sports Talk Show. I am your host, as always, Matthew Shipe. Thank you for joining us, always with my co-host, producer Paul. How's it going, Matt? Good. How are you doing today? I'm stuffed still. <laughs> We're all still stuffed from Turkey? Oh, yeah. Yeah, to my okay. I'll be taking my headphones out. Sorry, we we've had a week off, so we're trying to get everything back. <laughs> to my left, always my co-host uh, Christian Rivera. Yes, sir. How you guys doing? And across me, as always, David, the coach Shipe. Hey, good to be here. Uh, Chris Cordova is not with us today. He's actually enjoying nice eighty degree weather over in Cancun. Gotta love that. So good for uh, him. Good for him. Great, great for him. Uh, a lot of big things happened while we uh, missed the show last week. Uh, the Washington Redskins are now in first place at the wow. NFC East. So, slow hand. Good for them. Good for them. Who would have uh, thought? That's good to see. Yeah, who would have thought that? Week 13. Week 13, they're in first place fighting uh -huh. for the division. Uh, they got a big game this week with their Cowboys. So, we'll uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, our weekly fantasy segment, start them up seg uh, fantasy. We'll get into that right after this. And then... um. Christian Rivera will bring back his NBA uh, and one segment that he missed two weeks ago because he was not with us. So yes, talk a little Kobe, maybe talk a little Golden yes, State Warriors. Yes, sir. Breaking records every day. And then we're talking about the college football playoffs. A uh, little change again this week. Uh, yep. Another new team at it. Iowa's in it. Uh, yep, I believe I think, Ohio State's out. I think deserving. So a uh, big week in college football coming up for these conference championships. You know, if Iowa can, you know, somehow beat Michigan State, you know, they're in it. So uh, we're going to start off, as always, with our uh, start em up fantasy segment. Uh, so we'll get right into it. First off, we'll do our quarterbacks. Uh, my start of the week is going to be Tom Brady against the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, you saw what Ms. Matt Stafford did last week to the Eagles. I mean, he torched them. I mean, it was the worst, I think it was the worst loss of Chip Kelly's career, I believe, as an Eagle coach. So um, Tom Brady, you know, he's lost weapons, but for some reason he still knows how to roll. Uh, you know, you look at last week's game against the Broncos. You know, Broncos have a good defense. I mean, anyone, everyone's been struggling against the Denver Broncos. So I, I don't really take that for granted. Stafford struggled this year, too, and look what he did last week. So I'm going to go with Tom Brady. And my sleeper this week is going to be Matt Hasselback of the Colts. Undefeated as a starter for the Colts. Playing against the Steelers' defense that made Russell Wilson look like an all-star last week. Pro Bowler. I'm sorry, NFL. Talk about Pro <laughs> Bowlers. Uh, so those are my quarterbacks to do for the week. So, uh, Christian, let's get to yours. All right, so for my start, I'm going to go with my man, Killer Cam, versus the Saints this week. Um, him being a very... you dab it up? Dabbing it up dabbing all day. It up. Okay. Up. Let's go. But, uh, yeah, uh, I think Cam is going to have a field day against the Saints. You know, the Saints have been pretty bad defense most of the year. Um, and Cam being the kind of, you know, the player that he is, that he can run, he can pass, he can do it all, I think he'll definitely get you a bunch of fantasy points. Uh, and my sleeper this week is going to be Alex Smith against Oakland. Um, Oakland has been uh, notoriously bad on, on defense, especially their uh, past defense this season. And uh, while Alex Smith hasn't, you know, the the, the Kansas City uh, Chiefs, uh, the Chiefs don't pass the ball uh, too much, but I feel like they, uh, he's going to step up this game. Past couple weeks, he's done pretty good. I mean, Macklin's oh. getting more involved now. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's true. Macklin had a great game last Kelsey week. Kelsey last week. So, I mean, he's, I mean, they're starting to get it rolling down Chief, uh, Chief land. Yeah. Uh, coaches, go over your quarterbacks. So uh, I think I'd like, like to start this week would be uh, Jay Cutler versus the 49ers. Jay's had a, a couple good games the last couple weeks, and uh, you know I uh, I just think Jay's gonna Jay could have a good game this week versus the versus San Francisco. I don't think they're as as, as good in the secondary as they 
should be, but we'll find that out. Jay will find that out also. Uh, sleeper, this could be a real sleeper, but, you know, Marcus Mariota versus Jacksonville. He's, you know, he's getting, he's getting the stride. He's getting better and better each week. He's got right. some, some good stats there. And, uh, you know, I, I would just go out a little bit and as my sleeper, I put, I would like Mariota. I like Mariota. All right. Now we're going to go to the running backs and I'm going to go with, uh, Matt Forte. Uh, I haven't really, you know, used him much this year as anything for fantasy sleeper wise, but like, well, like, you know, Pitt Cutler, he's going against a 49ers defense. It's hasn't really been the best so far this year. They haven't looked good at all. I mean, they lost a lot of pieces. So uh, I'm going to go with Forte and my sleeper of the week. I'm going to go with Doug Martin, uh, mm-hmm. the Buccaneers against the Falcons. I, I still don't like the Falcons defense. I mean, they're six and five at the starting the year. I think, what did they start? Four and oh, five and oh, something like that. And they just started to just, they just started to take a turn for the worst. So I, I like Doug Martin this week. Uh, coach? Well, I, I uh, like to go with the, uh, Jonathan Stewart versus New Orleans. And I, and I go back to how the Redskins uh, had a good running game against New Orleans. And, and you know, Carolina's a pretty good ball club, undefeated. You know, they've been getting a lot done. And I think Jonathan Stewart would have a good game against New Orleans. Uh, sleeper, uh, Jeremy Langford, Chicago versus San Francisco. Uh, he's been ringing it up a little bit. Uh, he's, you know, putting up some pretty good numbers. And, uh, That'd be my sleeper pick this week, Langford. All right, go so, ahead, Christian. It's all uh, yours, buddy. Okay, just waiting for your call to uh, all right, <laughs> take it over. All right, so uh, this week for my start is going to be uh, LeGarrette Blount against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, the Eagles have been extremely bad against the run past uh, since week nine. Actually, they've allowed, I believe, what is it, uh, twenty-five points per game for uh, for each running back that they've played against. So uh, LeGarrette Blount, I think he's going to do his thing there, have some good uh, numbers there. Uh, for my sleeper is going to be, and I might be butchering his name here. Uh, Javorius Allen from the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Sounds about right. Uh, yeah, uh, you know they they lost Flacco. They lost uh, their starting running back as well. So you know I feel like they're gonna have to run the hell out of the ball, and I feel like um, that's what they're gonna do. And the Dolphins also against the run have been pretty bad this season. So I feel like they're gonna have he's gonna have a good game this week. All right, let's move on to wide receivers. My number one starter this week, Antonio Brown against the Colts. The Colts defense hasn't been the best. You know they. Luckily, the past couple weeks, they've, you know, able to win games with Hasselback back there. Uh, maybe it's because, you know, the short week or the short field that Luck's been giving them week in and week out when he was in there, you know, throwing picks. But I'm going to Antonio Brown. I mean, he's the number one guy for Ben. Hopefully Ben plays this week. I know he went out late last week with a concussion protocol, but I think, I believe they said he's probably not playing this week. So I'm going to go Antonio Brown. Also, even if it is Landy Jones going in there, Jones really liked Brown when he was in there at quarterback. So I'm a, I like Brown this week. And my, uh, my sleeper, I'm going to pick the wide receiver for your quarterback. Alex Smith. Uh, Macklin's been having the past, you know, past few weeks have been getting touchdowns per game. And um, I really like what he's been doing lately. They're opening yeah. up the field with him because since Kelsey's there, yeah. Kelsey's short, and then you got Macklin over the top. So I really like how uh, Jeremy Macklin's been going. So, uh, Christian, let's go with you first. Okay, my start is going to be uh, Jarvis Landry. Um, I, he's had a great game last week, um, 22.9 points, and against a pretty shaky uh, Baltimore Ravens defense. I think he's going to have another big game this week. Uh, Possibly 15 to 20 points, in my opinion. Um, Sleeper is going to be uh, Martavius Bryant. He's uh, he. I feel like because of uh, the threat that Brown is on the opposite end, I feel like he's definitely shining a lot this season. And um, and he's playing against the Colts defense, which we all know is a pretty bad defense. So, uh, Martavius Bryant. 
coach? Okay, I'm. I'm. Uh, my starter this week is going to be uh, DeAndre Hopkins for uh, Houston. Uh, I think uh, they're playing Buffalo. Uh, I think with Hoyer, the quarterback down at Houston, he's he's been looking for a safety valve or safety zone, and I think D'Angelo, DeAndre Hopkins has become that person for him. So uh, that's my starter. A sleeper. Uh, in some places, he's not a sleeper, but Brandon LaFell for the New England Patriots versus Philly. Yeah, you have Gronk's out and uh, Edelman's out, Edelman's Amendola's out, out. Amendola, and wow. uh, you know I think. What you're going to get is probably one-on-one coverage versus LaFleur. And, you know, with Chandler starting at the at the tight end, now they may be, you know, focusing on him. But La, LaFleur may, sleep, may slip through and uh, be a nice sleeper pick. All right, we're going to move to our tight ends. And I'm going to go with Titan, Tennessee Titans tight end Delaney Walker. Last time he played the Jacksonville Jaguars, he had a pretty good mm-hmm. game. Not only a good game, but the first half, you know, he was yeah. racking up the points. So mm-hmm. I liked Walker, you know, he, I— I just read a thing online where some people think he's the second best pass catching tight end. Right. And obviously, who's number one probably? Right. Go with Gronk. So, yeah. I mean, to say that about Delaney, you know, right. it's something special. I mean, you're putting him ahead of people like Witten and Jimmy Graham right. and even, you know, Great Olsen. Right. So, that's saying something about Walker. You know, I think, you know, just a little bit on Walker. I think when he left San Francisco, it was the best thing for him. Oh, yeah, definitely. He got from mm-hmm. out of the shadow of Vernon Davis. Mm-hmm. like, look, this is what I can do. Yeah, right. So I'm going to pick him this week. And my sleeper this week, you know, he's not really much of a sleeper, but since I'm going with Walker, I got to go with him. I'm going to go with Jordan Reed of the Redskins. Uh, he's their leading receiver this year. I think he's got the most touchdowns for them, I believe. He's got six touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 541 yards. Actually, in that whole game, the whole, you know, between both teams, he's a leading receiver. So he's, he's Kirk Cousins' failsafe, you know. Right. The problem with happened last week is, you know, you don't lose fantasy points for this, but he's very cut back on the holding calls because he cost Kirk Cousins a couple big yards last week. But uh, I like Jordan Reed. You know, he runs that fade in the end zone perfect. You know, they, you know, I always argue the Redskins need a big-time receiver when it was right in front of my face with Jordan Reed. I mean, he's the guy that you can put on one-on-one on a cornerback and just mm-hmm. throw the ball up, and he's going to beat them, you know, nine out of ten times. So right. those are my two for the week. Um, Christian? All right, so my start this weekend is, is going to be uh, Travis Kelsey against the Oakland Raiders. Um, like I said before, Oakland Raiders, pretty bad team. Uh, they've allowed 11 touchdowns to tight ends, which is a league high, and a second most fantasy points to opposing tight ends. So I feel like uh, Travis Kelsey is going to show up big this week. And uh, my sleeper is going to be uh, Scott Chandler for the New England Patriots. Um, we all know Gronk is going to be out for the foreseeable future. And, uh, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but, you know, Scott Chandler is a pretty big guy. Uh, I was actually just looking at his how big he is, and he's a pretty big dude. You know, six seven weighs about... 265. So he's going to be a big dude, big target for uh, Tom Brady over there in England. Coach? Okay. Uh, my starting tight end is, is, is going to be uh, Greg Olson for the uh, Panthers uh, versus New Orleans. I mean, uh, it's it's just that New Orleans probably, you know, I hate to say this about an NFL team, but probably the worst defense going right now. And, and I think that Cam at quarterback and Jonathan there running the ball. I mm. think it's going to open up Olsen a little bit more to, to, to give uh, some points out of him. Sleeper, okay? This, this man has been had a, had a pretty good game. I think it was Monday night when the Browns played, but uh, Gary Barnage mm. for Cleveland. And he's going to, you know, it, it seems as though he's been an undergrade target for any of the quarterbacks in Cleveland, and whoever's starting this week will probably be looking for Gar- Gary Barnage versus Cincy. All right. Well, there's our uh, start our starting up fancy segment. I want also to announce I'm gonna put another leaked, linked, linked, linked 
on our Facebook page. Uh, I am doing a uh, DraftKings league this week, a 50-person league. First place takes over... Tw- can I say DraftKings on the air? Are we allowed to do that for long? Am I get in trouble for that? No, you can't. You right. can't get in trouble. With Making that. sure I don't get in trouble for anything. I don't want you to get fined because I'm <laughs> going to send the bill to you. As long as you don't say that they're like you know whatever, then you're fine. All right, I mean, well, it's a different. Yeah. Well, it's a 50 person lead for top three. It's a dollar to enter. Top three gets you uh, money. You get 22 for first. I think what did I say 13 for second, nine mm-hmm. for uh, third. So join the lead. You know we have 22, so we got you know we have plenty of spots left, and it's fun to compete against. You're going to be competing against myself. Coach is in it. Chris has already signed up, and I I'm believe joking. Christian and Paul are going to join. So I get my money. So uh, it'll be my, it'll be in your account. Oh, it'll be my, my first account. like uh, daily. It'll be, it'll type be both of your first daily, won't it? Yeah. There you go. Why not do it with our lead? I'm see how you see how I don't mind taking your stuff. money. I don't mind taking <laughs> your money. You're going to take sure. it in our uh, fancy league anyway because I'm down in ninth or something. <laughs> I just want to make sure I look at my account that the money's in there. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so look for that, and also want to make a little. Uh, go ahead and make possible possibility for Monday. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? So I think it's a pretty good chance, I'm assuming. Yes. The most highly likely chance we will be doing our second live show this Monday from Buffalo Wings and Beer in Germantown, Maryland for the Redskins versus the Cowboys game. Uh, it's probably the biggest game of the year so far. You got the mm-hmm. first place Redskins, you know, the Cowboys who are three and eight. And, you know, if they beat the Cowboys this week. They could be well on their way to winning this division without yep. a doubt. So. Yep. We're going to do a live show this Monday, special show, Redskins versus Cowboys preview show, 6.30 p.m., coming to you live from Buffalo Wings and Beer in Germantown, Maryland, the Kingsview Shopping Center. It's on the corner of Clopper and Great Senator Highway, right next to the Giant. So look for that. It'll be from 6.30 to about 8 o'clock. We're going to preview the entire game. I mean, we're going to have an hour and a half. Eat some wings. Eat wings, drink some beers. (laughs) And, and, And with Buffalo Wild, Buffalo Wings and Beer, Every time the Russian scored a touchdown, $4 fireball shots. Nice. So you want what? Nothing. That's fine. I, that's, just, I know even, you don't drink fireball shots. Me and Paul will take them, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll even, take them for even you. Cowboy fans are welcome. Come right. up. We'll have a good night. It'll be a lot of fun. Cowboy mm-hmm. Redskins fans there. I know there's a lot in the area. Come on up and join us. Have, yeah. a, good, so have think, a good time. Get on the show. Yeah. I think a former, Give us your opinion. I think a former co-host may come back out for a one-time appearance. Guillermo. Uh, oh, nice. Guillermo wants to come Guillermo out. may come back. So we may good. have a little one-time appearance from Guillermo. Excellent. So uh, it should be fun. I mean, I think we're going to get a lot of people out there. I think you may see some former guests out there that have been on our show before. Yes. Former call-in guests. So come on out and join us. I mean, it's going to be a great time. Yeah. We, we had The show we had there begin the season was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. Oh, by the way, that, that video that uh, Blackman uh, put up on, yeah. on the Facebook site, that was pretty cool. He was the sidelined. Hand- yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Awesome. You know what? I forgot. Because yeah. we didn't have the show last week. So right. Yeah, it was nice. Say thank you to our guest, Robert Bobby Blackman, who threw up picture or threw up a video of the sideline. Uh, he did a little sideline reporting from the Ravens-Rams game last week, showing Case and Keenum warming up. So it was pretty cool. Garcia he had Jeff Garcia up. in the video. So yeah, and he thanks. gave us a shout-out. That was yeah, awesome. Yeah, he gave us a big yeah. – he's, <laughs> he's our sideline reporter for the show. Because <laughs> yeah. none of us are getting on the sideline. <laughs> We're, We're not getting that close. <laughs> Lucky we get so, the nosebleed section. <laughs> right. So thank you for that. So uh, look for that. So um, let's get right into uh, let's go to our basketball segment. Then we'll get we'll finish the show with the rest against Cowboys. So uh, we'll do our and one basketball segment with our NBA analyst for the show, Christian Rivera. Christian, it's all you, buddy. Yes, sir. So away, we're gonna Christian. talk. We're gonna talk a little Wizards, a uh, little Golden State, and of course, uh, I think we all received uh, bittersweet news. I guess depending on how you look at it, that Kobe Bryant is retiring at the end of the season. Um, so great, for, great career for him. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going to put this out here right now. People are going to kill me for this. 
LeBron's not on Kobe's level. I don't care what you say or how you say it. Kobe and Jordan. Kobe Jordan was bef- was our '90s generation. Kobe is our 2000 generation. And, and I don't want to hear the arguments of there should be, LeBron Jordan. That shouldn't be an argument. Kobe LeBron shouldn't be an argument either. See the the, the thing I think uh, that separates Kobe Bryant and Jordan from. Uh, Great players like LeBron, because I mean, as much as you know, they didn't have to leave to win a championship. Not, not just that, not necessarily that. My thing about Kobe that I think that you have to admit, whether you're a fan of his or not, is that he has that killer instinct. He doesn't, he doesn't play. He's not happy with just being there. He, he, if he doesn't win, he's mad and he's angry and he's, and that's the kind of guy you want to have on your team. That's the kind of guy who you want to put in the talks with, you know, Jordan and all the other greats. He also did a dunk contest. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> But and, and that's something that unfortunately LeBron has never done, and I think he's. We'll I think he do. said, "Yeah, I think he said he'll never do." So um, I hate that. But yeah, I, and, and, and I, I think uh, you know, watching the Wizards game last night, unfortunately, which uh, I'll get into in a little bit, that we lost a pretty close game towards the end there. Uh, Kobe Bryant hitting some ridiculous shots towards the end. Oh, he Shot. took over. Yeah, he, he took definitely over. took over in the last two minutes. Made uh, two. Uh, Two go ahead buckets in the last, which I think he hadn't done in over ten years, is what I heard. <laughs> of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. now when they go ahead, there were three pointers. He did it against the Washington of team. Course. There were three pointers. <laughs> Kobe's not known to shoot three this late in his career, and he was just dropping them yeah, like there was, was nothing. Draining. Didn't he play awful like the game before, the the night before? He's playing awful all year. He's been yeah, bad. He's been just throwing it up without even looking. You know, for no reason. Last night he's like, yeah, I'm in DC. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Why not? Let's just let's just destroy and, them. But what I was gonna say was, you know uh, why it was? You know why he did that? Because uh, uh, Philly gave him like a whole nice little video and everything. Oh yeah, because he's DC from didn't Philly. do crap for I mean, him. He's from Philly. Yeah, but but the thing is, I know even though he's from Philly, you saw when I know it's probably a different sport with baseball when Jeter Rivera went on their goodbye tours. People, every stadium was giving them something. Right. You know, oh, I, I I like yeah. something like that. That's something like that's pretty cool. I guess. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's basketball. I mean, play. I mean, to be fair, he did announce it this week, so I guess they weren't ready for it. Yeah, him. no one was pretty much ready <laughs> no, for that's it. That's true. Yeah. Right, I'm well, sorry, uh, dude. Keep going. Yeah, no, but what I was going to say was um, the impact that Kobe Bryant has on the league is 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 incredible because, um, you know, watching the game last night, the crowd was 50 50. Uh, I saw, think it was 70 30 towards Lakers. Been, it might have been 70 30. No, I wouldn't say Lakers. I would say Kobe Bryant that's, because yeah. I could tell you what. Kobe Bryant is one of those names where you can say almost anywhere in the world and people are going to know who he is. You know what I mean? He's 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 that big of a of a of a superstar. He is the definition of a superstar and like I was saying, you know, he he has that killer instinct, that drive to win and he's proven it over the years winning, you know, back-to-back championships multiple times on more than one occasion. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and a lot of people, you know, when when Shaq left uh, the Lakers back in the early 2000s, they were, you know, they were wondering can can is Kobe the real deal? And I think he's proved it over the years. And he oh, yeah. he, he hasn't been the guy that wants to be, you know, I guess a a a, a family friendly guy. Just you know, and oh man, <laughs> sorry, yeah, there dude. It goes. <laughs> oh, there you can just. Right, that, that works. He uh, you know, he he he's all about winning. And and you know, when when you when you're you know when you when you talk about the best of the best, that's what it all comes down to winning. And he does, he doesn't care about all the accolades that you know everybody else gets. Oh, he's he's real friendly with the media. He he really I'm sure he's you know a little bit of a prick with the media and everybody else. But you know what? Well, I mean, wouldn't you be after all the allegations he's exactly. had against him? Exactly. And, and, I mean, and, and another thing, you know, he's he stayed pretty uh, you know, pretty clean for the most part in his career, except for you know the one allegation which he had, and 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 that's that's something that pretty much just shows you that he 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 really works on his craft a lot, and he stays out of trouble because of that, you know. Yeah. Um, but I want to also shift into talking about uh, Golden State, which uh, has been breaking records 
like crazy. Um, they actually are now the leader. Um, they're in. They broke the record of uh, most consecutive wins to start off a season, and they're twenty and zero right now. Wow, record I believe uh, was uh, sixteen. Was it sixteen? I think it was 16. For them or just, just to begin the, the season? Yeah, just to begin the, the season. The, oh, wow. The all-time record, I think it's like 30-something, 30 32 or something like that? 33 by the Lakers. Yeah. Um, but that was that was actually not to start off the season. That was in the middle of the season. Yeah, that was right. in the middle. But start off the season was 16 and Yeah. And, and, wow. And, and the crazy thing about it is uh, Steph Curry's playing out of his mind. Uh, he's, I think, without a doubt, the MVP so far. I know it's early, early in the season, but he's just... He's the type of guy that will take the ball down the court and just shoot it without has any kind of hesitation. And he just makes it look so easy. So I, and, 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 you know, I think he's transitioning into being probably the most dominant player in the NBA right now. Right. I mean, I, I'm sure we can, you know, and, and he's, he's becoming one of those guys where um, even if you're not a, a big basketball guy, you, you hear at least about Steph Curry because he's doing all these ridiculous things. You know, he's every game before, uh, before the game, he shoots a ridiculous shot. I'm sure you've seen it too, man. Yeah, he comes out of the tunnel and just shoots a three. Like he's uh, he's by the crowd, Paul. Like near the t- where you come out of the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he just shoots every beginning of every game. Shoots it, makes it. Yep. Really? No yeah, makes it. Not not just to shoot. He makes it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I you know I I heard early in the season somebody say you know I'd pay money to watch Steph Curry just shoot around an empty gym. And and I'm not gonna lie, I think I would too, just yeah. because of the ridiculous things he's doing. You know, he he'll shoot the ball. I've seen a video. He shot the basketball. Turned her over, gave his gave his uh his teammate a dab and was running back before the ball even went in the basket. And he knew it was going in. He just knew. And that <laughs> that's just ridiculous to me, you know. And you know, it's it's hard to see them losing, to be honest with you. Um, I think they're gonna I think they're gonna break the record of most consecutive wins in this, in um in the season. I think they're going I think they're obviously the the favorite, if not in the NBA, definitely in the West right now. Uh, especially with a couple of the teams like the Rockets uh struggling early in the season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I, I think uh, they're gonna break the record. I think they're gonna um, I think they're gonna do a lot of great things this season. Um, and quick transition over to uh, DC. Um, we had a great win against Cleveland uh, early in the week. We uh, you know, we held everybody else. LeBron had LeBron did LeBron. You know, he had his his. I think he had a little bit over twenty five points, ten rebounds. Um, but everybody else was was struggling. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> J.R. Smith. He's He's one of those guys where he can either give you 25 points or can give you, uh, you know, two for 15 shooting with like five points in the game. And that's what he did. That's what he did that game. Um, You know, John Wall, I think he's 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 improving a lot over 30 points in the past two games. Um, Unfortunately, it wasn't enough yesterday. And and that's one of the things that that's really limiting this team from becoming that elite team is that they lack consistency. They'll win a big, you know, Cleveland being the, the best team in the East right now. They beat them. You would think they would be the, um, I think it's the last last place team in the West. Oh, yeah. 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 And, you know, they, I think they were 2-14 and 14 at the time. And I understand Kobe. You know, I, I get that. But come on. You know, like we, we, we have to be more consistent. You can't be arguably one of the best teams in the league and lose to one of the worst teams in the league. You know, and, and I think that's really maybe what, maybe that was their tribute to uh, Kobe oh, yeah. since the only thing they gave him was a basketball game. <laughs> right, exactly. So we'll, <laughs> could have been, could have been. We won't know. That's a DC thing. It's behind the right. scenes. So uh, definitely, uh, that's one of the things that I think um, is hindering us right now from really being considered, even in the East, which is a weaker uh, conference in the West, uh, from the Wizards being a top team. Um, I think we just lack consistency, and you know, hopefully, we can pick it up and you know, keep it moving for the rest of the games. 
right. Well, that was our. No, no. I I just wanted to add in there, going back to Kobe, you know, all of the things that have been said, and he's done this, and, you know, rumors, well, Kobe's going to be this, Kobe's going to be traded. You know, nowadays to spend, if I'm not wrong, 20 years with one team. Mm -hmm. Very difficult. That that in itself. Is, a great is is amazing and and hats off to that. In all the major sports, you'd probably count maybe the number of people on both right. your hands. That's it, right? I think <laughs> top of my head, the only people I can really truly think of is Kobe Bryant, Cal Ripken, right, Daryl Green, Derek Jeter, Derek Jeter, Rivera. For what now? To stay on one team stay through on an entire team. career. Oh, uh, okay. You but, can't you can't yeah. count that many. But see, in basketball, it, it goes back to Bill Russell yeah. with the Celtics, right? Okay, and I, and I, I could be wrong with Oscar Robertson. Oh yeah. With the Lakers, right? Well, Oscar Robertson with, started with what Cincinnati and ended with uh, no Oscar Robertson. Well, if you're saying he started with ended with someone, I'm not saying, but he was. It's just the longevity with one team, right? It's not a whole lot nowadays. Who's right? the Orioles guy? Ripken. 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 Did you say that? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Brooks Robinson. I was kind of listening. Ryan Zimmerman. So for far, the time being, right, right now, Ryan Zimmerman, and hopefully in 20 years from now, Bryce Harper. All right. <laughs> we'll see about that. All right, so that's that's just my thoughts. That was our and that's our end one segment with our NBA analyst Christian Rivera joining us every week. All right, so now we're gonna shift into college football and the playoffs, uh, college football playoffs. And um, I wish there was something in, in this room that had an Alabama picture on it because I would throw this water bottle at it. See this? See this? I just. <laughs> like that, right in Alabama right. picture. Well, Number two, I mean, Paul. okay, this is where I'm getting really irritated about this. I'm going to go to Alabama's last three games. Go. Please go. Mississippi State, which at the time, you know, they're ranked 17 now, but they hadn't been the best all year. Charleston, South Carolina, or Charleston Southern, whatever, and then Auburn. All right, you see that? They're the only one ranked team in that, okay? one Paul, you hear that? One ranked team? Yes. All right. I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna go to Oklahoma's last three games. All right. Boom. Number six Baylor, number eighteen TCU, number eleven Oklahoma State. What, what kind of difference do you all see there? What do you, higher ranked teams. Do you, do yeah, you see where I'm going ranked at? Ranked teams. See where I'm going at? Got gotcha. you. Going ranked teams. Following you. Keep going. All right. Why is Alabama constantly ranked one or two in this nation? I I I'm getting. Okay. Yes. EC. SEC, yes, but they haven't been as strong this year as they, they have. have been. That's why they shouldn't be up there. But it's Iowa it's should tradition. be ahead of them. It's it's a tradition. I, it's a program. That's what you're getting. Then you know what I and want. That's why they're there. You know what I want on this college football I committee. Would convert Oklahoma up there and put them three. I would I put to. Alabama at four and put Iowa. It could be throw Iowa up there. You know what I want for this football committee, this playoff committee? Mm. Get rid of all the anyone over 50 years old. Get over anyone that has ever been affiliated in the SEC. Get me some people in there from different conferences. Don't even make them even part of an old an SAD or whatever. Get some young people in there that will look at the schedule and say, oh, look, Bama hasn't played crap the last three weeks. Let's push them down. Put Oklahoma, who's actually played people. And here's the thing. This is what scares me about Oklahoma. They, they're done for the year. They don't have a right. conference. What, what, if, what if Iowa beats Michigan State and, I don't know, Stanford wins the pack? I don't know. And they just say Oklahoma doesn't have a championship. Let's just bump them out of there. That would be a damn crime. That would be a crime to the Big 12. Were you about to put up a sound bit or something? What is that? What is that? Is that for, is that for a dream? For a crime. Yeah. For it's a, a crime. Being a crime. Well, here, here's what you're going. I think this is an outside thing on, on that there is, you know, Oklahoma, they don't have a championship game. Well, they have 10, 
that's the Big Twelve, and they don't have enough. They teams don't have, to have one. <laughs> okay. Is well, that, th- this is what they're trying to do: push the Big Twelve to get two more teams from somewhere. But now, you, if they get, but don't two, punish them. I, I understand, but this is what this is how it gets to it. You've got to know the politics. The hell with okay? politics. <laughs> and if they get them Sports. with a game, divide them up into two divisions. All right, then you, they'll say, okay, here's a, here's a shot. Now, okay, they are a number three. Maybe they go to number two, but they're going to sit idle this week, and, and hopefully. You know, Bama ain't gonna lose. Bama's gonna blow Florida out of yeah, the water. They're gonna blow Florida out. So but, Bama's in the playoffs. And here's the thing: is what they're talking about. Stanford is looking for, and they're hoping that Iowa loses. Iowa either loses or beats. You know, Iowa. If Iowa loses, the Michigan State's gonna jump into that spot yeah. there at number four. Okay, they have to hope that Alabama loses. Okay, and Clemson loses. In the ACC title game, mm-hmm. which they're not going to lose, that's the only way Stanford and they have to beat USC really big to get into that top four. You know what I'm looking at right now is with this Oklahoma team, TCU ten and two, Baylor nine and two, Oklahoma State ten and two. All teams that Oklahoma has beaten. Let's look at let's look for teams Bama beaten. Old Miss. Oh wait, Old Miss beat them. That's right. Which at the yeah. time looked like a pretty good loss, but Old Miss kind of went. Yeah, if Ole, after Ole Miss that. doesn't go downhill and after that. And they beat LSU, who hasn't looked good since they lost. They beat a Tennessee team who's 8-4. So I'm trying to go with here straight the schedule to where it looks like the Big 12 is not as bad as people think they are. But can can the committee think of what happened last year when they said, oh, Bama's number one in the nation. We'll put right. them against Ohio State. Ohio State doesn't have a chance. They lost their starting quarter. Right. Ohio State just boat raced them with a third-string quarterback. A third stranger, Chris. And and and, and w- one of the things that uh you know, alluding to what Coach said is um, I feel like it's almost like Bama has to be there because, like I said, I'm I'm not I, I don't really watch college football. You talking about for ratings? One possibly, yeah. possibly if you want if you want to go there too. But uh, what I was gonna say was I don't watch much college football, but I do know one thing that Bama is always there. They're always in the at least in the talk for you know. That's because the committee puts them there. If they, they weren't, if the committee wasn't so far up Alabama's butt, they wouldn't be there all the time. See, I've combed down on my curse words. See that, Paul? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. See that? Said the not the other one. But that's what it is. It's this, these committees, these the stupid computer beforehand was so far up Alabama, their hand was coming out their mouth and they were talking for <laughs> Bama. They were saying, "Hey, hey, look at us." That's what it was, and it was. It's just. I want to see something new. I want like Iowa, Oklahoma, Clemson. Those are te- they they excite me because they're different. Oklahoma hasn't been up there since um Sam Bradford was quarterbacking for them. Clemson, when's, when's have you ever seen Clemson at number 1 in the nation this long? No. No, Iowa where did they come from this year? You never see Iowa up there. You know, you're used to seeing Alabama, you're used to seeing Michigan State, Ohio State. I love this year of college football because it's three teams that you don't normally get to see. And the nation don't normally get to see Clemson play that much. No. They don't get to see Iowa, Iowa play that no. much. And now no. you get to see what these teams can do. Oklahoma would definitely be number two if they didn't lose to Texas for some odd reason. Yeah. I don't know how they probably would be number one, to be honest with you. But um I, I mean it's gonna be interesting. If the playoffs were to start today, I you know, I would have Clemson at one still, Iowa would be two, it would be Oklahoma, and then I may be entitled to put Michigan State at four and bump Alabama out. I am gonna be the biggest Florida fan this weekend, to be honest <laughs> with you. I'm rooting for Florida. I hope they pull off an upset. But, I mean, next week we'll have the final rankings. I think they come out Sunday. 
Sunday, yeah, Sunday, 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 we'll, Sunday we'll find out where people are going to. So, um, if you don't like Alabama, you don't want to see them, root for Florida and just hope they pull off a miracle because Florida, they may be a two-loss team, but, I mean, they really played the weakest part of the SEC. And that's probably what the problem is, is the division that Alabama's in is considered yeah, the hardest don't, one. Don't, don't throw Florida along to the wayside. They, they, have, they have a pretty darn good defense down there. Okay? Even though they haven't played the top teams or whatever, but they... A lot of people give Florida credit for their for their defense. So let maybe their defense will come to play on Saturday. Well, you know what screwed over teams like Oklahoma is when Texas A and M also left the Big Twelve to go to the SEC for right. some god knows money, reason. Money and Missouri, yeah. yeah, Missouri left to go, and then Colorado goes to the uh, Pac twelve. Yeah, so I mean so, that's what it is. But all right, that's my. But that all goes back to Texas. Yeah, other yeah, in other college news, uh, Maryland. Number two in the nation, lost to number nine, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Trimble had a good game, but turnovers, he's got to cut back. I mean, they just they couldn't catch up to North Carolina with the turnovers. So no. we'll see what. I mean, and, you know, people are, you know, they're not as good as they say they are, but people tend to forget North Carolina was ranked number one not too long ago. So, I mean, right. you're playing in North Carolina. You know, it's a hard place to even go in and win. If, if you're a Maryland fan, you know, when you played them in the ACC, more than less, normally when we beat North Carolina, it was in our house. Right. So, I mean, it's hard to go to North Carolina and win. So. But, and, yeah, and then don't, don't you know, give a little shout-out here to the Maryland football who, you know, signed D.J. Durkin, the defensive coordinator from Michigan. Oh, new yeah, head they're coach. new head coach. They have a new head yeah. coach. And they're getting somebody young, energetic, good defensive mind. And, you know, he's, he's played – he has coached under three outstanding head coaches, mm-hmm. Urban Meyer, mm-hmm. T.J. Willingham, when he was at – John uh, Harbaugh and Jim Jim Harbaugh. Is it Jim there? I think it's Jim. Is it Jim there or is it John? John is in Baltimore. Okay, it's yeah, Jim it's there. Jim. Yeah. So it brings some experience. Maybe John will come over to see what his young bro- younger brother's protege sometime. And, you know. <laughs> well, so all we can hope for Maryland. The only thing we can hope now is some of these recruits don't leave Maryland. Well, this ki- this guy here, Durkin, one of the reasons is he's a good, great, he's a great recruiter. Good. So, Haskin has to stay at Maryland for this team to have a chance in the next couple of years. Yeah, and then you know his staff will be determined. But you know, some some of the people that he's going to bring in, you know, don't want to say names now because you don't know if they're coming in. But the ones that I've mentioned are pretty darn good at what they do. Right, so we'll so see. This uh, could be you know this could be something interesting for you, Mister Maryland football. All right, something to look forward to. All right, so we're going to jump to our big story of the week: the Washington Redskins versus Dallas Cowboys. Um, we are going to preview them here on the show. But like I said, Monday will be our big special show, so we'll even have more material for you on Monday. So um, just because we're talking about it now doesn't mean we're done. Monday's going to be a big yeah. day to talk about. Isn't that right, Paulie? That's right, sir. All right. Wait, wait those one-liners, Paul. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into it. We got the last place Cowboys and the Still first full. place Redskins. Who would have thought we'd be saying that right now? Not I. Last not, place not Cowboys, I. first place Redskins. Anyone think we'd be saying that right now, Paul? Did you? Nope, not even um, as a Skins they, fan. Uh, no, man, no. that's that's crazy. Uh, it's it's unbelievable. It's just how like <laughs> if you could do it, I have you play the music, but we're not allowed yeah. to. Who, who's who's going to be playing quarterback for uh, the Cowboys? Matt Castle. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh. Cowboys haven't worries. won a game since Romo. They're oh they're oh and eight without or excuse me oh and seven, seven. without Romo. Yeah. But ask me ask me how I feel about the game. I, like, are you scared? Do I think that the Redskins will actually win it? Are you scared? Yes. Your You're thoughts. Scared. Your thoughts. Yeah. I don't like, I'm so used to them choking. It's supposed to be easy, right? Yeah. Like this game is supposed to be easy. I think everybody's saying that Cowboys without Romo just can't get it done and that Reds, Redskins should win. But this, like, 
Same thing with the Wizards, right? Right. You know? Exactly. It's a, it's a DC team, and, you know, any it, team that comes in here that's like, uh, hasn't won any game or has been defeated every right. single time, they'll get the first win against yep. a DC team. Yeah. That's how it know? always is. And, so, and, and I know Cowboys fans will say that they were 0 and 10 or whatever, 11, Jimmy Johnson's first year. And who is their only win against the Washington Redskins <laughs> at RFK? Right. You know, you know what you want this week as a Redskins fan? You have a dagger in your hand. You want to stick it right through the Cowboys in their season. You want to end their season. You beat them. They're, they're done. You can forget. Talk. Did you see what Jerry Jones did? We're not going to put Tony Romo in the IR. We're going to save him for the playoffs. So I was the rest is I take that as an insult because that means they're preparing to come in and whoop you. Wow. They're preparing to beat you. Take it as an insult. Take it. Make them put Romo on the IR after this week. If they lose this week, Cowboys should just stop. Stop this yeah. whole, we're going to save Romo. You're not going to win the division nine losses. So if the Redskins, and you probably talk about this, but if the Redskins win against the Cowboys, do they play? Any, do they have any other divisional? Oh yeah, they have a lot more. Well, they have to play the Cowboys twice, twice and the Eagles. Won. Oh, that's right, that's right. And okay. here, here, here's the here's the thing about the Redskins. We're, we're, I mean, like I said, we'll go over this more on Monday. But they're the last part of their schedule. They it's have the easiest easy. schedule yep. for the NFC yep. East. Bears, they got to play the Cowboys. They play the Bears. Bills. Eagles, Bills may be a tough game. Eagles and Dallas. I mean, when they play the Eagles and Dallas, you know that could be for the division. Those two games, depending right. on what the Giants do. Now the Giants, on the other hand. They they don't have an easy road. They this week the Jets. They could lose to the Jets. They got the Dolphins, you know, whatever. Then they gotta play the Panthers. Then they gotta play the Vikings. Yeah. And then the Eagles. So I mean they they finish the season two and three. The rest teams, all they have to do is squeak out three wins to probably win this division. Yeah. Beat the Cowboys this week. Beat the Cowboys again. And take care of business against the Bears. But that's so scary. They, they're, they're handing this to them on like, <laughs> they're just like, They Look. are. But remember <laughs> what I said during the halfway show that the Redskins, their best, their best case scenario is nine and seven. Right. And that's what it's looking like right now is nine and seven. Win the division, have a home game, and then probably get boat race. But just have a home game in the playoffs. Give us something to play for. I well, mean, all Redskins yeah, fans yeah. want, I'm not a true fan here. You know, I'll root for them just because they're the home team. But all we want here is just meaningful games in December. Yeah, give us games that we care about instead of games. Seeing well, who's going to be the top five pick in the draft. Well, at least right. it's at least it's that. At least it's that situation where they're actually playing for meaningful right games now. in yeah. December. Well, that's this is the first time what in the last couple of years that December means something. Well, right even now. 2012, you can say they you know they were five semi meaningful. Six, four years. Four five? years ago, 2012, three years. I'm just because they had to go on the seven game win streak to make the playoffs. Right. So at and this point, you're like, well, you know, if they lose one, it's over. Now it's like. Yeah, maybe you can afford a loss or two, but in it, put yeah. the dagger through the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kirk Cousins, Kurt Cousins. He's he, do not lose this guy in the offseason. <laughs> if he makes the playoffs and goes on a run, you better just give him two years, three years, give him something. Because I tell you what, if he goes on a run here and takes him to the playoffs, you got a Brown team, you got a Tetsons, you got a couple teams who are going to need a quarterback, mm-hmm. and they're going to throw money for him. So how much? Right. Uh, how much do you think he's 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 uh, looking at here as far as a paycheck? He's going to get between how many? How much is he making now? Do they do we know? Lead minimum, not okay. lead minimum, but not that much. Okay, whatever um, one of the rookie minimum was, yeah. I think at that time when he yeah. came, when he was he when made he came in. close to eighteen million a year is what they're talking about. He may get eighteen million a year. Nice. They're talking about some money for him. The way he's playing. I bet you you do like that, Kirk, don't you? You do like that. Have you seen the nude one who's been doing it now? Is uh Chris Baker? Uh uh-uh. uh. He's coming off the field, his little you like that. And it's just like, geez. Oh yeah, he's like, You're a scary, scary big man. 
And uh, like these stupid reporters, man. This freaking female reporter asked, so uh, did you like the way you played this week? It's like, really? Why? 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 <laughs> now they're just trying to make them say it. Yeah. Like, why are you going to go in there and ask? Ask the professional question. Well, let him let, say let, I like that whenever he wants. Doing all this, let's get back to one of the real things here, okay? You okay. talk about the Redskins. We're getting back. Their road record. Oh, yeah. Sucks. Oh, and five. Sucks. Okay? And they're playing where? At Dallas. Now, if they're going to win their division, this has to be changed. Yeah. And it has to be changed Monday night. If it's not... Well, they're playing in D.C., so they're not at... Well, their uh, last games... Where are they playing? They're playing at Dallas play- this week, No, no, no. This week, they're in D.C. The last game is sure? Dallas. Yeah, last I'm game looking right at it. Look at the schedule. See, all I got is a piece of paper with, with red markings on it. <laughs> it doesn't have and, the fancy you know, screen on it. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I, I got the clipboard here. Wait a minute. No, no. Don't let me let's see that. They're that's in my, D.C. this week. That's my fantasy team for... Uh, not, not wrong clipboard. <laughs> they're in D.C. this week. Okay, they're in D.C. So they should win. Should. They only lost one game. They shouldn't even have lost the one game at home. But here's the other thing that the Redskins are, are notorious for. Even you go back to the Joe Gibbs here and all them. When there is another quarterback coming in besides the regular season starter, for some reason, they make him look like world number one. Yeah. <laughs> Should I play okay? Matt Castle in DraftKings this week? And, and, <laughs> it might be the same thing. That might but be if, if you've been around the Redskins a long time, this is what you've seen. Right. That's true. You know, somebody that is not the starter. Oh, he's making. But well, Matt Castle's made a couple starts. Okay, he hasn't done good at all. But now Romo was in for what two weeks, one week, week and a half, week and a quarter, week and a quarter. Okay, so you're dependent. You know, here comes the backup. That's what scares you when the Redskins are playing a backup quarterback. Yeah. Okay. Uh, or a team that's supposed to be. Well, yeah, that too. That too, but I'm just the thing that scares me is it's a backup quarterback, mm-hmm. you know, who has struggled every time he's been out three interceptions, three or four here, and he won't probably throw not a one. I, I hope he does so about five or six, but it's just like that with the Redskins. Well, also, what's killing us this week is um, you got McFadden who past four weeks has done 117, 32, 129, 11 rushing yards. So it seems like he's having good, bad, good, bad. And this is the good. This is good. (laughs) Our Russian defense hasn't really been there. So you got to stop McFadden. You know, you know what? For speaking of the defense, kudos to the secondary last week. You have Quentin Dunbar, who was a wide receiver in training camp, (laughs) turned cornerback this week, got an interception. Will Blackman, who was bagging groceries a couple weeks ago, got an interception. I mean, you got all these. I mean, Will Blackman is a guy that uh, Scott McCullen knew from Seattle. Right, Right. Pick him up, and you, like I say, Quentin Dunbar, who literally turned to what turned to cornerback because of all the injuries they had during training camp. So he was a wide, he was drafted as a wide receiver. He's oh, playing wow. cornerback. I mean, the way they played last week, I mean, they put they sometimes had uh, Dunbar against Beckham, and I think Beckham didn't really do too much. I mean, he had the one the one catch. Well, I mean, it's Beckham. Of course, he's gonna get right. one of those catches a game. Yeah. <coughs> oh, there you go. About. Man down. Man down. <laughs> We're going down. It He's going. <laughs> See? The Redskins here. You want some more water? Here. <laughs> that, <laughs> here. Oh, keep talking that's that's that Bama stuff coming yeah. into it now. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's the voodoo from Bama. <laughs> Too much Redskins. They'll get All you right, somewhere. Well, let's let's, let's know, get know, back into it. Yeah, right? We know Bama's watching. <laughs> Who knows CPR? <laughs> That's funny. I don't know, but I think it just Is he sucks. Around the corner there, it's yeah. He's probably in right. the. Keep an eye on him. He's. I, I, 
it just sucks that 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 I, that you have to that. say that you feel that way. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's but it's just always been like that. Yeah, and and, and you know I, I can say as a Wizards fan, it, it's the same in basketball. It's the, you can say the same. It's just a DC thing for some reason. I don't know what yeah. it is. Yeah, I, you know what it is. I feel like DC doesn't have the winning attitude that other cities have. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because if you think about it, you know. Most, I guess, successful teams, they're kind of, they're not as a big city as DC is. Right. There's not as much distractions. You know, people, you know, so like, for example, o- Oklahoma City, you know, uh, in basketball. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma. You know, there's, I'm sure there's, I've never been there, but I'm sure there's very little to do there. Yeah. Except for follow the, you know, the uh, rising basketball. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, and, and, and the fan bases are also up and down, you know, like, they're not as loyal as, you know, other, you know, like, you'll see... And I'm just speaking, I guess, in basketball here, but uh, you'll see Oklahoma City game and Monday through Sunday, that 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 arena is sold out. Yeah. Everybody's in there, every basket they make, everybody's on their feet the whole game. Right. You watch a Wizards game on a Saturday or you know, Friday, Saturday, even on a Sunday night or whatever, you know, like a primetime game. It's 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 nice and in, lit in, in there, but it's it's nowhere near as it is in, you know, some of the other towns. And I think that's that, that's that's what it is. Is it's the the whole atmosphere. It's not a winning atmosphere that we have here in D.C., and that's that's. Just well, I, I think adding to that is you look at the Washington area. It's it's a big transit area. You have a lot of people coming in, a lot of people going. So you really, just in the D.C. area alone, and even when you get back in Maryland mm-hmm. and in Virginia, you can't or you really don't get that solid home fan base. Yeah. Okay? And, and, and you've seen it when other teams, big teams have come from out of town, you know, that one year Pittsburgh came in and it was all the the, the, the terrible towels in, in, in the stadium. Right. And and that's what you're getting here in DC. That's it's true. a transit city. You know, people come here to work, they you know, they get voted in and all this, you know, and everything. And they come in and then the, whoever state they were from or and, area and that's they, why, they bring in. And that's why we have so many, like you said, Pittsburgh fans, Cowboys fans. Oh, it's a big it's awful. Area. Yankees Philly, fans. Yeah. Philly fans, you know. And you you know back in the '60s '70s, and I say about the mid '80s, and when you were looking at Reds, you I mean, you're talking about and people people tell you RFK, it literally moved. Yeah, I was down there for for a Redskin uh, Cowboys game one time. Uh, it was Kenny Houston and you know Thighs uh, when they were all quarterback, and, and the Redskins were I think they won that game 21 to 14, and it ended up on. I think it was Kenny Houston. I could be wrong, making an interception. But at that point, I was sitting in in the uh, second level at RFK, and you thought the stadium was coming down. I mean, it was rocking. You could actually look down, and people have seen this. The lower section was rocking left, right, left, right. (laughs) You know, it was moving. Yeah. Now, the new stadium, you don't get that. Right. You don't get that feeling. You know, that game that Matt and I went to, that Dallas Redskins game. Oh, my game. God. I was surrounded. Literally, it was we me were the only him. two. Dallas, 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 Dallas. And you know what? Some guy had the nerve. I had a Tom Landry looking like sitting next to me. <laughs> <laughs> I had a I had a one of those. Um, Welcome back, One of those. Um, thank you. You all right? I don't know what happened there. That was, I'll talk about it all there. <laughs> it's too Is disgusting. Water gone? <laughs> no. But uh, I had a Sean Taylor jersey on, but I had one of the, like those little black alternate ones. Yeah. Some guy was like, is that a Deion Sanders jersey? It's <laughs> What's wrong with you? Well, I, I, had a, I had a throwback Sammy Ball jersey, 33 Galaxy Amigos. 
There's nobody with 33 on. I said, you dumbass. It's Sammy Ball. You don't know any history at hey, all. Hey, It's a Redskin fan. <laughs> but you know what? That's why I told Tom Landry Jr. to sit down. Um, <laughs> he had a hat and everything? Yeah, he had the hat and everything. But he wow. was all set. You know what? T- talking about other fans that come in here and, you know, DC, even D.C. area fans that like the Cowboys, the Giants, you know, the Steelers. Yeah, that's, that's where, yeah. do, do you blame them? Do you do you really blame them no, for but, going to a different team? But like, for the way like, for what Dan Snyder has done to this team, he's see, really turned fans well, that's true too. against the Redskins. But like Coach was saying, it's mostly like you said, it's a transit. And I would actually never even thought about that on why there's so many different fan bases here. In, in this well, yeah. Area. Well, you have. A, I mean, you, people can take trains to the game. Not just that, but but people just come here. Yeah, living here. Yeah, people move here to work. You know what I mean? Or that's true. But I'm talking about the people that live here. Because even, even with that, you see a lot of Dallas and Steelers fans. But that's because they move into the area well, or they've no, okay, gone I'm over about, to the team. I'm talking about people that lived here and they're yeah. like, I'm going to start liking this team. But, I mean, do you really blame people for that? Well, you've always had in this area, it seems like you've always had a lot of Dallas fans. Yeah. You know, because actually, let's let's see it. The, the Dallas wagon. has been a great organization since after the, I would say, the third year of their inception. That's what I'm on. going at is that there, people are picking teams that have winning cultures. Right. If if you're like someone who's new into football, you're looking at it, you're like, well, you know, I live in D.C. How are they doing? Mm. Yeah, uh, true, they don't win that true. much. What, what? Oh, yeah, Pittsburgh yeah. is right in. I can drive to that stadium. Yeah. They have a they have a good team. Baltimore, they have a good team. New England, why? Not? Like it's almost like it's just you getting these new people in the football, and they look at the rest of and are like, well, you know, they don't really win that much. Do I really want to be a fan of a team that loses nonstop? That's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, me and you are used. To to having a team that loses. Look <laughs> at you. You're a Titans fan. Right. We both are. <laughs> right. But so, hey, at least you know, we didn't abandon them for something else. Up, baby. All right. So let's get back to the, the points that the Redskins need to do in order to sustain in, 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 in first place. Okay. What they need to do against Dallas. Win. Well, besides win. No turnovers for Kirk Cousins. When yes. he doesn't throw a pick, he's undefeated. They, when he they, they have pick. to be at their best. Plus. The Redskins must get that running game going mm-hmm. at least average. Remember now, if they get 100 yards rushing, they're 4-1 and one this year. Wow. Over 100 yards rushing, they're 4-1. and one. Okay? And the thing is, you, the Sean, if he catches one or two passes, that will be great. But he has to have the ability, and they have to with Kirk, to at least let Dallas know. We can throw the ball over 30, 40 yards if we have to. Well, he did last so, week, right. and that opened so, up the run game. But it has to continue. Go for it anyway. If it's not there, just throw it when nobody else can catch it except one of the cheerleaders. <laughs> you know? That, that, that's about it. And, and you're going to have Maurice Claiborne. Is that the cornerback thing? Yeah, Claiborne. He's hurt. He's coming back from hamstring and ankle. He's their number one. They may put him on Deshaun. If he has a hurt hamstring and ankle, tell Deshaun, go for a 90 right. the first play and see right. see how see if you can outrun him. But just send him and see if he can outrun the guy. If, if look looking at you know going back a, a couple of years ago, what Pierre Garcon, if you go back to 2013, and that's you know a couple of years, uh, you know he had 11 catches against Dallas for you know over 100 yards, and if he can if get a little bit of performance like that out of him, you know Deshaun can take it long if they have to, and right. you got Jordan Reed there. Okay, maybe we could get a good game out of, out of Pierre and catch, you know, 10, 11 passes, you know, just put a little bit of history back in that mm-hmm. and, and take care of that. But, you know, they have to play solid defense. It has to be solid. And, and with the offensive line, don't go away from them. 
give them a chance to go at Dallas. You know, and, and if they can do that, that's asking a lot. If they could do some of that, <laughs> you know, you may see a Monday night victory, okay? And we probably have to carry most of the people out of uh, <laughs> wings and you know, Buffalo wings, and Buffalo beer. wings and beer. We have to, you know, all be happy. <laughs> yeah. You know? I wish I went, I wish, you know, can you imagine we were at, um, I, you know, I was there for the game and I didn't realize that the new Orleans game where they were throwing touchdowns, all those $4 fireball shots that were going up in the air. Oh, wow. But yeah, I mean, I mean, it's going to, you got to stop the run. Also, you got to stop Darren McFadden. Don't let got, him get yeah. going. Mm-hmm. Uh, shut, shut down dead, shut down. The thing that the person who concerns me the most is Jason Witten because yeah. the Russians tight uh, linebackers, you know, Perry yeah. Riley has come along the past couple weeks. He got some interceptions now. Compton has played pretty good when he has played. When he has been in there, so let's, we just gotta just keep it moving, keep the momentum going. You know, you beat the Giants, you got first place. Keep it rolling. Don't let you know the Giants are in. They could possibly lose to the Jets. I personally think they are going to lose to the Jets. We'll get into our picks in a minute. Mm-hmm. But uh, if the Giants lose, take advantage of it. Philly's not trending in the right direction. Chip, yeah. Chip Kelly may be on his way out of Philadelphia. Right. But, That's for a whole nother discussion. Yeah. But the yeah. biggest thing, the biggest number one thing, the Redskins have to do is play with a sense of urgency. Yeah. You know? No, that they, has to be done. No, no. That. Don't don't turn over the ball. Go you, for the dagger. Said that Go for the dagger. And win the tape tape beat Dallas and let the rest of the division know, look, <laughs> we're here. Kirk's got to let them know I'm for real. Make me Kirk wants the money, prove that you're worth the money. Prove that you're a starting quarterback cuz I tell you what, all these people there are and it still amazes me how people will still come on radios like 1067 and say, "Well, RG3 Really? You're really? <laughs> Did you hear? Um, you know their I think their producer's name is Matt Valdez or something. Yeah, they were talking to him and they said anytime he said he got an RG three call, he hung up on him. <laughs> he didn't even let them get on the air. He said well, as soon as he heard RG, he just he, he was hanging up the phones on callers. <laughs> but I'm but it still amazes me how people will still say you know RG three would have this team at a better record. Are you effing kidding me? No way. Are you, are you kidding me? See the thing is that with the what we were talking about before is like how you kind of always expect the Redskins in the past to kind of let you down, right? Mm-hmm. The the only thing that is this season is that um they did right. They've been they under um under Kirk's leadership or whatever. Has worked. Uh you know, it's it's, it's been working. And like every time I thought they were like, you know, the other team is starting to catch up, I'm like, here we go again, you know. Here, Look here at what he did against the, the Buccaneers. Look at the comeback. Yeah. Well we, I, I don't think honestly, yeah. if RG three's playing, I don't think they I don't think they're in first place right now. I think they're where Dallas is at. I, I think what you're also looking at here, and I could be wrong, and I'm wrong a lot of times anyway, <laughs> is that you're seeing getting into a, a comfort zone with the quarterback, the offensive coordinator, and you know the head coach who runs the offense too. It seems like they're getting into a comfort area where you know they're everybody's the same page, and, and that's what. You know, Gruden, people said well, he should be gone after this year and everything. Well, that's forget about that. But they're getting into what they think is, is their comfort area, what they can do, what they can't do, okay, and what they have to improve on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even if the season goes and, and they get like that, you know, then Kerr has to get it during the year. If he comes back, signs a contract, you have to get in that mode. What do I need to improve on? And that's what I work on in the offseason. If you do that, you will be better the following year, and you'll get your money if you don't already have it. Right. Well, here's the difference between the two quarterbacks that we were talking about. You know, with the quarter with the coach and everything. Kurt is the type of quarterback that Jay Gruden likes. 
He mimics. He looks. Right. A, he plays a lot like Andy Dalton. I don't know if you two can agree on that. Yeah. Plays like Andy Dalton a lot, and that's what he wants. RG three is not his type of quarterback. Never was. You know, he wanted his guy, and his guy was always Kurt. Now Kurt struggled last year. Maybe the first year because he was learning the offense and everything. He had a lot of you know injuries last year too. And people say, well, RG three had the same. RG three's had the same line Kurt has last year, and RG three still got sacked more. I mean, how how many times has a, has a a rookie quarterback come in and just like blasted his way through. And I mean, I'm sure it's happened, but that's really special quarterbacks. You know well, what I mean? RG, everyone thought RG was, and then RG3 was like, well, I want to be a pocket passer. No, you <clears throat> idiot. Well, you, you saw that the first year. You saw RG. Can't, uh, you saw Colin, Colin Kaepernick. Wilson. Okay. And, and Russell Wilson. Wilson's the only one who's really maintained himself. Kaepernick but, had got benched. If you catch a little bit, and that's even with the Seahawks this year, that Wilson has struggled at times. Mm. Okay. Kaepernick now is Finished. not the starter. Right. Okay. He's lost some of his fizz. Okay. And and you any of the quarterbacks that came in when they did are probably just now getting their feet. Well, under the him. counter of the Russell Wilson argument is they had a damn good defense those two well, years. Oh, they had the good, good defense. They lost it like, a few. It was, like the, it was like the Ravens. I mean, right. They had a good defense. I mean, Ravens but, won the Super Bowl with Trent Dill. You, you know, don't need a big time quarterback to win a Super Bowl. All you need is an offense that's consistent and you can protect the quarterback. You got Marshawn Lynch, good running attack for them. So that protects, you know, Wilson. Okay. And in the last couple games, he has had some good passing games. I mean, hell, whoever had him on the fantasy last week probably just ate up everything. You know who didn't and really wants to kill me because I gave her advice? My wife. <laughs> she lost by three points and That's Wilson she, was on her bench. Oh, no. She looked she at me and she was like, she Cincinnati. was like, who should I start? I was like, well, <laughs> everything lined up perfect for Brian Hoyer to unload on the Saints. Yeah, so, you did call that. And then didn't that didn't it. happen. But um, so I mean, we'll, we're gonna get more of the rest of the Cowboys on Monday. Obviously, we're gonna do a full breakdown of the game. We'll do key matchups and everything. You're gonna see a full fledged breakdown, professional breakdown. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Can I throw in my Monday night history with uh, the Cowboys? You can do that game? on Monday. <laughs> Are you, you said you're not gonna be able to show up. Uh, I'm gonna try. I think I'm you try. should try now. I'm gonna try. Yeah. It's a big, big show. I'm gonna try. It's a really big show. <laughs> hey, what happened to uh? Alfred Blue is he injured or something? No, he just sucks. <laughs> oh, he got he got a couple points for me. So Martellus Bennett over Alfred Blue in the in the flex spot. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, I oh, yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, I mean, okay. remember who who who's Chicago playing this week? 49ers. Where do you where do you get Chicago from? From Martellus. Where's Bryant? Bennett? You oh, Bennett. Bennett. I think it's Bryant. Did you say Bennett? Bennett or Bryant? Uh, Bennett. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Bennett. Bennett. Well, all right. While Paul's looking that over, you all want to do our picks? So that sounds good with me. Paul, ready for the pitch? Uh, yes. Uh, skins, Cowboys. I'm taking Skins. Paul? Skins. Coach? Skins. Christian? Skins. What? That's the first time we all unanimously vote for the Redskins. That's four dings so. if you were counting. And I'm sure Cordova would pitch the Skins, so I'm just going to put him down just because I want to. Uh, Falcons or Bucks? I'm going to go with the Buccaneers. Paul? Mm. Yeah, I'll do the same. Christian? I'm going with Atlanta on this one. Coach? Let's see. Bucks beat them the first time, right? This mm-hmm. is the second time they played? Mm-hmm. Falcons. Uh, Jets, Giants. I'm going to go with the Jets. Christian? I'm going to go with the Giants on this one. Paul? Giants. Coach? Uh, who's the home team? They're both playing. They're playing in New York. Oh, what I mean, I, why was that supposed to be a sarcastic trick question? Because I actually was thinking <laughs> to myself for a minute, who's the home team? <laughs> 
Giants. Oh, well, I mean, all right. We're trying uh, to give you the lead. In the thing. Seahawks or Vikings? <laughs> I'm going to go with the Vikings over the Seahawks. Paul? Uh, Seahawks. What did you say? Seahawks? Vikings. Vikings. Um, or what, what's their... I don't know anything about those things. Vikings only have two losses. Seahawks, I think, like four or something. Yeah, we'll go with Vikings. Though. Vikings are winning their division, I think. Yeah, they're right now they're in first place in the Norse uh, division. Coach? Uh, Seahawks. Christian? Seattle. Are these the same pitch you did for our thing, too? At work? I haven't made my picks yet. Uh, Washa, you'll have the Vikings on there or something. Nah, nah. Uh, Colts or Steelers? I'm going to go Steelers. Paul? Uh, Steelers, yeah. Coach? Let's see who's Jarvis Landry's quarterback for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Or no, I think I think they've been made to be back. They haven't announced yet. Ben doesn't know. Steelers, no. Christian, Steelers. By the way, do you know the Redskins are favorites this week by three points? Really? Four points, I think. Four points. I don't know when the first when's the last time that happened. Uh, yeah, I'm sure, it's been a while. Maybe the first game. Maybe they were, were they the favorites against the Dolphins? Uh, hey, is Devontae Freeman out? Uh, I think he's playing. I think he's back this week. Yeah. So I start. I have to start him, right? What league is this? I would, this, I would definitely start him. Lose. I want you to lose. This is uh yeah. This is your league or our the Shipe Sports Talk league. Remember, don't forget everyone to check out the Shipe Sports Talk um DraftKings league. Uh, you can actually look it up by my username, Red Dogs four two three. Look it up that way, and it's like I said, fifty person, one dollar entry, first place twenty two, second place thirteen, third place nine. So look for that. That'd be a fun thing to do. Compete against me, Coach Chris, Christian, and Paul. Once those two make accounts. Okay, Ted King, Ted Jin. How do you say? Ted, Ted Jin. I go with Ted Jin. Ted King Jr. over John Brown. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. playing against New Orleans. Okay. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yep. All right. So I think I'm good to go then. Cool. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Real quick, just from the show, prayers out to all the victims involved in the tragedy over in California yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was a very sad, with them. very sad tragedy in America. So, I mean, you just hate when something like that happens. We just had France, now this. So, just mm. people in California know America is behind you. We're all with you. Yes, Do you know, I saw yep. a stat today that it was, we've had more mass shootings than we've had days in the year. And when? This year? This year. This year, yeah. yeah. Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I guess we don't hear about or, some of them. It's almost more mass, or the killings. Is it the killing? I think it's the. It's I, think, I think I think the killings from mass shooting. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I was about to say that's, we, that's a lot of mass shooting. I think it's the killing from mass shooting. Yeah, a lot of ki- yeah. The killings it goes back to. They're wearing their regular uniforms tonight. Thank God. I think that was only a couple week thing. Maybe that was a November thing. They better keep that. You know just what? November. I think it was. I think it was like supposed to be like something from military issue or something like that. I think. I think it was. I thought like, I saw. Do you think I saw something like that? I don't know. I just don't think you could put Green Bay and Detroit in those color uniforms they've had the last couple of weeks. Well, Detroit was almost looked like Tennessee's almost. Yeah. Green Bay, they probably put in all yellow. That's only wrong. No, it says it. 152 mass shootings, 160, what? And 1,000. No, but I think that I think that does mean like um, deaths? deaths, yeah. Okay. Actually. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Or maybe not even deaths. It might even be actually like uh, injured and That's and a whatever. lot. That's uh, a lot. And deaths combined, but. That's crazy. It's, it's, it's way too many. Way yeah. too many. And just that's a whole nother political. Uh, topic. Just, we don't we every, don't get into that on this show. Yeah. Everybody else out there, just be safe. Yeah, I get know in trouble. Your surroundings. We get into that, I get in trouble on here. Dude, last night the um it was uh super windy outside, right? Mm-hmm. And yes. uh 
like uh, at like three o'clock in the morning, the alarm went off. Mm. I got up and I was like, look, I usually keep a bat near my, my, my bed on my side and it wasn't there. So I was just like, what do I do? So I just ran downstairs and, um, and the thing's like back door, back door. And I'm thinking like down here, back door. Um, but then I forgot that in the in the middle level, there's that one door. But what happened is that Lukey earlier in the day was throwing like vegetables, like old vegetables out for like the deers and the whatever. And he didn't so, shut the door all the way? He didn't, he didn't like lock it or shut it all the way. So the wind blew and it opened yeah. it up. I came up. I was ready to like just clobber somebody. <laughs> you know, I'm like looking all the way around and then I'm like, oh, okay, well, it's this back door, not like the basement door. Dude, right. but what was going through my head was just like, you know, somebody with a gun or something like that. And like, I had like, I couldn't find my bat. So I was like, like, you know, ready Take to just, call of duty. I was yeah, yeah. basically <laughs> funny story with an alarm real quick. You know, all this non-sports related as um, my work, I do a welfare check. Like if someone hasn't seen a res, like their family in a while, I'll go inside their, their homes. Do you, do you remember this? The yeah. alarm. Yeah. So I go inside the house and they don't put on the little uh, sheet. They have an <laughs> alarm in the house. As soon as I walk in, eh, 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 front door, garage door, front door. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, so I'm man. looking for the person in the house. No one's home, obviously. And then here comes the security system call. And I said, yeah, well, I was leaving. So they're like, oh, we're still going to have to send someone out just because we can't verify. I'm like, yeah. so here they come. And I'm just like, here's my here's my, uh, here's my uh, <laughs> work ID. No one's in the house. So they, Put your hands in the air. I'm like, I'm ready to get tased <laughs> in my jobs. And then the woman who owns the house got pissed at me. Because I let her dog out the room, first of all, which I think the dog was thrilled because when I tried to put him back in the room, he didn't want to go back in. And I didn't leave a note. I'm like, all right, sorry. I was like, I'm going to remember this house. Next time there's a welfare check, I'm not going in. Yeah. I'll let your alarm just sit there. Let you rot. But that thing went off and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I was like, why, why, why? I was so scared, dude. I mean, not scared. I was just pumped. You know what I mean? Well, That's no, right. for Something me. Something like that house, I sent my wife down first. <laughs> <laughs> See, for me, they live in a retirement community gated. You would think, you know, you wouldn't think you need an alarm on that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Yesterday, they made me walk the entire fence line of my job, about four miles in the rain. I was, was, I was witness. Yeah, I walked into his gate after walking probably the three miles, and I'm about to pass out on the floor. Is that a regular thing you have to do? No, it's because some people have been coming in through the gate, so they're trying to find where the hole's at in the gate. Uh, so I just like, all right, it's just in this one area, and then they're like, no, you got to walk the entire thing. And you you know, you've seen how big the Leisure World is. Yeah, it's humongous. The three miles, it's just the 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 major roadway itself is three miles, but that's not including going to the back where the fence is at and having to walk out and Mm-mm. never again am I volunteering Who'd for that. Who'd you piss off? Yes, <laughs> I don't know. That's what happens when you're the extra guy that's there. The person who gets that is a low man being below. Hey, but that's okay. Hey, it took four hours out of my day, so I really it's a nice little relaxed day. We're just walking. Bad. I wish I had my headphones there to listen to. <laughs> so, um, I guess that's it for today. Don't forget Monday. Yeah, uh, Monday. Look for us at Buffalo Wings and Beer in Germantown, Maryland, at the Kingsview Shopping Center on the corner of Clopper and Great Center. Doesn't that sound so nice when I say it like that? Just yeah. sounds so professionalism, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Uh, we'll be yeah. there from 6.30 to 8 p.m. Kickoff for the rest of the game is at 8.30. Also, like to mention, Buffalo Wings and Beer is a sponsor of the show. Great place, great wing variety. You can mix up wings. You can enjoy my favorite, the rooster and garlic flavor. You can have a great beer selection for every touchdown. I think it's $4 fireball shots. Don't quote me, but I think that's what Ira well, said. Yeah, I was up there. We had dinner up there Tuesday night. It was great. Great dinner. Sandwich we had. And service is service great. Service was great. Yeah, you know what you got to try is you got to try the uh, the chicken Philly. 
the chicken Philly. Is it pretty good? Oh, it's it's probably one of my. You know, also good Philly cheese. They have fried Twinkies and fried Oreos for dessert. Really? Yeah. You know that when um. I feel we like been, Chris Farley. We've been friends with him for a long time. Mm-hmm. So like when he started getting these ideas for these uh for these uh desserts or whatever, mm-hmm. we would start just frying pretty much everything. So there was like three months that we would come in every Wednesday with just something to fry. We did hostess cupcakes, we did peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> that, that, was, just, that was my that's idea. Gross. No. no. Was it amazing? Chris, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even so so we would uh so uh, we would just get like pancake batter, mm-hmm. and then and then he dip it in, in the uh, pancake batter, and then just kind of like flash fry it, it basically. Good. Oh my god, it was delicious! But we went, we did so many different things, and then eventually he we landed on the Oreos, and the Twinkies, and the Twinkies. And but my favorite was actually the Hostess cupcake. It was like an orange, the orange flavored ones. That was mm. probably. Yes, my favorite. Go out there for the great desserts. Uh, Over two dozen televisions. They have, I think, was it four pool tables there? Uh, Yeah. Four pool tables. They have a dartboard, that little golf game that everyone plays in bars. Mm -hmm. So it's a great place to watch games. When we went on Sunday, the one Sunday we went, the service was tremendous. I mean, I think we had about four waitresses at one table. And I'm like... We're all sitting there like, so who gets the tip when we leave? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it was it was a great place. It's a great place to go, especially on Sundays. But definitely come out for the Ruskins um, Cowboys game. Like I said, we'll be there from six thirty to eight, taking you right up to kick off an entire show dedicated to the Ruskins versus Cowboys. We'll do breakdowns and matchups. So um, I'm gonna let Paul take it away. All right. So don't forget, you can catch every single episode podcast uh, on our website, which is www.shitesportstalk.com. You could also find us on all of the social media outlets, just Shipe Sports Talk. Uh, that's Twitter, Facebook. Um, is that it? Oh, yeah. And then the email. You can email us if you'd like uh, at at gmail.com. Yeah. So let us know if uh, you have any questions or if you follow our Facebook when we're doing a live show. Just go ahead and, and you can post, tweet us, post on the uh, Facebook uh, post itself. And uh, would be would be sure to actually address your questions or comments or whatever like that. So yes, I think I got everything right. Did I say everything? Yeah, you got I everything. So, yeah. So um, for myself, Paul, Christian, Coach, and uh, Chris Cordova, who's not here today, he's enjoying the beautiful he's on weather. The beach. He's uh, on, he's on at, at the beach sipping some margaritas. I bet. Oh, I hope so. He's, he said one day he was drinking nonstop. <laughs> Um, so please join us uh, 6.30 on Monday at Buffalo Wings and Beer in Germantown, Maryland for the Reskins uh, Cowboys preview show. So everyone have a good evening. Enjoy your weekend and um, enjoy some football. God yeah. bless. Yeah. All right. See ya. Tighten up. Tighten up. Tighten up.